Welcome to Done With Debauchery, a sobriety and wellness podcast where you'll hear honest experiences about navigating life and relationships without alcohol, how to pursue your own personal wellness journey, and share intimate conversations with special guests. I'm your host, Keisha Scott. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Done With Debauchery. While this is another episode on the same podcast, it's my first episode as your solo host. For those of you that are new to the show or listening for the first time, I'm Keisha. I'm 31 years old and live in Toronto, Canada. I recently reached my six-month alcohol-free milestone, And I think this is the longest I've gone without alcohol since I started drinking in my teens. I do refer to myself as sober, but wanted to emphasize that I'm not fully abstinent from all substances. I guess the correct term would be Cali sober. I'm completely alcohol free and I don't smoke weed often, but I do take edibles sometimes and have been known to enjoy a THC drink on occasion. So in this episode, I want you to get to know me a little bit better, what my history with alcohol has been like, and to give you an idea of what you can expect on the show moving forward. My path to six months alcohol-free has been a long one, to say the least. I started drinking and doing drugs in my early teens, and I didn't really begin to address it until my late 20s. I remember my first time getting drunk was in junior high with a school friend and her older brother. We were supposed to be working on a school assignment, and I think I wanted to be liked, and I lied to her older brother and told her or told him that I had drank before, which was absolutely not true. We ended up getting absolutely trashed, I think from vodka in her mom's cupboard. I ended up throwing up all over myself, and when my mom came to pick me up, I was in different clothes, and she obviously knew something was not right. I got in so much trouble for that, and I remember my mom made me wake up early the next day and finish the project before I went to school. So from there, I don't really feel like I had an instant draw to alcohol after that experience. And I know that I mentioned it on another episode, but Sarah Heppola has a quote in her book Blackout where she talks about her first experience with alcohol acting as almost like a blueprint for the rest of her drinking, and I couldn't relate more to that. That first drinking experience happened when I was attending a private school, and shortly after, I transferred to public school, and that's when my drinking and drug use really started. I did have some things going on at home uh, centering around my parents' divorce. And looking back, I think I really was using alcohol and drugs to escape from a reality that I didn't know how to deal with otherwise. Then in high school, I did drugs more than I drank. I think probably as a 16-year-old, 
at least in my case, drugs were cheaper, they were easier to get, and they really took me outside of myself. Then I turned 18 and drinking was legal in the province I lived in, so I switched full throttle to alcohol and I really got into clubbing and that party girl lifestyle. I moved to Toronto at 18 and continued down that path, partying, working in nightclubs, and then the real estate industry. And alcohol and partying were a really big part of my life and my identity for years. It was almost like I didn't know who I was without the social lubrication of alcohol uh, making me the fun, wild, crazy friend. Then in my late 20s, I got out of a romantic relationship that left me feeling really terrible about myself. I had really low self-worth and it was then that alcohol really started to creep into more areas of my life. I withdrew from friendships and I wanted to spend more time alone. I really used the excuse that I didn't want to go out because I didn't want to drink, but the reality was I was drinking wine alone at home anyways. I got to a place where I just wasn't happy with a lot of areas in my life and felt like I couldn't be honest with anyone about what was really going on. So like many people, I didn't have a traditional rock bottom where it all came crashing down and I was forced to reevaluate my drinking. For me, it was a slow wearing down over time. And like I've said it before, a collection of all these little moments. Then 2020 came, the pandemic hit and it felt like my entire world was turned upside down. I had never experienced the loss of a loved one before, and that year I lost two people who I loved very dearly. And I feel that that really propelled me deeper into my depression and these self-destructive behaviors like drinking and partying and being in these relationships that just were not suiting me in any way and weren't making me better. It was almost like I wanted to stop drinking, but at the same time, I didn't. It wasn't until January 2021 when I committed to doing Dry January, and that was really the first time I was able to step back and take a look at my relationship with alcohol and actually have some clarity and space. So from that dry January, I ended up not drinking for three months. Then, uh, so when I was doing that, I was staying in Winnipeg with family. That's where I grew up. And after that, I came back to Toronto and I went back to drinking. It just felt like summer was coming uh, being back in my own environment i didn't have the same desire and it was so easy to fall back into that cycle of isolation and and i don't i don't want to say self-loathing but that's almost what it felt like so during the time that i came back to toronto and started drinking again i was trying to moderate i would 
do things like say how many drinks I'm going to have. I'm only going to go out for this event so that I only drink on this day. I'm not going to drink alone. And it just, it didn't work. Shocker. And I, I quickly got back to where I was before dry January. Then I got another 99 days alcohol free under my belt. And I know I talked about it on a previous episode with my co-host Denise that I had 99 days. Then we went to the cottage and ended up drinking. That was last summer. And then from there, I drank for several months. And it just went back to that same exact situation that I didn't want to be in. I was drinking more than I wanted. I was blacking out. I was partying. And I was just, I was engaging in relationships and friendships with people that were not good for me. So... The last time I drank as of today was February 4th, 2022. And I feel like I could talk for hours about all of the circumstances and all of the things that have led me here today. And I'm sure that I will get into that on future episodes. But I really wanted to give you kind of the Coles notes of what's happened to bring me here today and why I'm alcohol free. So for me, like I mentioned, there was no typical rock bottom. There was no DUI. I wasn't losing my job. I wasn't really damaging relationships, though some may have been, may have been lost along the way, not necessarily due to my own actions, but it was the mental hangover for me. It was such a feeling of shame and guilt And I really couldn't function for a day or two after I drank. And it was only getting worse the more I drank. And I felt like I wasn't able to make any kind of meaningful change in my life towards the goals that I had for myself. Since giving up alcohol six months ago, I feel like my perspective and my feelings about myself have completely changed. It almost feels dramatic to say it, but I truly feel like a different person. Not only has my mental health improved, but I feel like I've grown and changed so much. There's been so many unexpected joys of becoming sober, which is actually uh, another great book, but really there have been, and I want to share them with you. As for what you can expect to hear on the podcast moving forward, the possibilities are endless. I want to create a space to share openly about what it's like to be sober and enter sobriety in your 30s. I want to talk about not only the good things like all the non-alcoholic mocktails that I can't get enough of, but also the challenges that are bound to come up. I want to take you along with me as I go deeper into my own personal wellness journey by exploring therapy, movement, meditation, and whatever else comes up and feels right. I'm really excited to say that I already have some interviews and exciting guests lined up, and I want to make a point of connecting with guests who may have different life experiences and different perspectives than I do. I truly feel like sobriety is not a one-size-fits-all situation, and there are many paths to finding what's right for you. 
I think I'll leave it here for now, but thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to share more with you. This is Keisha signing off on another episode of Done With Debauchery. If you liked what you heard, please share and subscribe. You can also find me at donewithdebauchery.com or follow along on Instagram at donewithdebauchery. Thanks for listening.